going on everyone? Kelly Cavallari here, one half of Seven Arrow Media, and welcome to today's edition of the Honky Tonk Highway, episode 11. Thank you everybody who has joined us so far and who is joining us today. I know a lot of people were excited for, uh, when they found out I was going to have this uh, gentleman on today. If you haven't yet, please like, follow, share all of our uh, social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. That way you get notified every time we go live, post a video, or do something a little crazy. Well, today, without further ado, all the way from Ireland, many-time world champion for multiple organizations, incredible choreographer, dancer, good friend of mine, and a recent father, say hello to Shane McKeever. What's going hello. on, brother? Yo, what's up? Thank you for coming on today. I uh, know everyone was excited. Like Fred no. says right now, because he's watching, you're a little nervous. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you for having me. Um, I'm loving what you're doing, and uh, I feel privileged to be asked. Thanks, thank man. You very Thanks, much. man. I'm having a blast with it. It was uh, something I planned for a while, and with all this downtime, I figured, uh, why not? No, so, uh, it's uh, awesome. And um, I've been watching a few of them lately. Like, um, Brian Beads was, was awesome. He always has so much to say. Yeah. Uh, as Will says, welcome to your uh, greatest roller skating partner ever from the video <laughs> that got posted of y'all roller skating. Oh, so that was for, hilarious. So for the that people like out there that might not know about you, um, tell us a little <laughs> history about why you got started with dancing and stuff. Okay. Um, well, I started uh, line dancing when I was three. I don't know exactly how much I was actually doing, but um, my, my parents went to a country we actually like had country nights in Ireland um, in the early 90s. Oh, wow. Apparently. Yeah. Um, and my parents brought me uh, to a country night. And apparently I got up and started dancing. So they decided to start bringing me to a class. Uh, and then when I was five, um, they entered me in my first competition. Uh, it was called the, I did the All Ireland, which is like a a competition that just runs in Ireland. And from there, they took me when I was six to do my first ever Worlds with the UCWDC. Um, and I won, uh, I think, Novice Primary, which is under eight, I think it was at that stage. Um, and then from there, it just kind of went crazy. I, I started off training with um, Jenny Stevenson from Liverpool. So I would like travel over to her once every two to three months and do a bit of training or she would come over to Ireland and train, stay like stay with us in the house and train and stuff. And then I started doing ballet tap in modern when I turned seven, Ooh. which is actually quite late to start all that stuff. But um, it, I think I did like a, a summer workshop with a girl who went to the to the school then that I then went to and she, she just said, you need to start doing this stuff and it'll kind of progress you a little bit further. So um, seven, I started doing ballet tap modern. Uh, when I turned 11, I stopped dancing. I, yeah, uh, my, grand, my grandmother actually died and oh. it's, I think it kind of like was was an excuse for me to kind of stop at that stage. I was also turning 12, going into secondary school, and 
dancing wasn't the coolest thing. <laughs> That's it, you know? Right. So uh, I stopped, but I actually started gymnastics, which is so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how, how that was cooler than dancing. I really don't. <laughs> well, I just wanted to wear the leotards. That's what Fred's going to say. What do you see? I bet that's going to be Fred's going. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, so, and I'm so glad I did that because actually gymnastics has become such a big part of my dancing now as well. Um, I love doing all the tricks and, and stuff as well. Uh, then when I turned, I started, I came back to dancing when I was about 15, uh, came back to line dancing and um, also did all the other forms as well. And when I turned uh, 19 and came out of uh, high school, you call it, we call it secondary school, uh, I went to a dance college in Belfast. I moved to Belfast, went to dance college for, it's supposed to be a two-year course, but I did it in three because I just can't write stuff down. <laughs> Makes I was sense. Pretty good at all the, I was pretty good at all the <laughs> like performing aspect of it, but I just couldn't do the writing stuff. Yeah. Fred uh, Fred does say that I'm pretty sure he, uh, he has a picture of you in the tight purple... Uh, Shorts, the lycra that you used to have. I don't even want to know why he has that. Neither do I. You know? uh, <laughs> Georgina said to ask you, though, from when you were younger days, before you get into your, your later competition stuff, um, about your flame, I believe it was, outfit that you had with Pedro that you danced in? Your flame outfit you oh. had as a kid with Pedro. She said that was her favorite. <laughs> Have you ever seen Pedro's? It's like a it's like a PVC suit. Yes. And it's got like it's black, and I think I believe his is blue, um, and it's like flames all up. And but it was like the trousers and the top were the same, and the flames came all the way up. Yeah. Um, so I, Pedro, I met Pedro obviously when I was a kid, about six or seven, and. Um, and I think because I, I was so young and there wasn't many that were my age doing doing it at that stage. And um, Pedro kind of came over to help me with some moves and stuff and teach me little things here and there. Um, I learned actually quite a lot of hat tricks from Pedro. Um, yeah, that, that would definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we kind of like formed um, a little bond and my mom then had me made... I think she asked Pedro about it, and she had me made a similar suit to his that was like PVC. It was absolutely roasting, but <laughs> mine that had red, and the flames came all up. It was so cool back then, but now probably not. I'm gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to call Nicola and Sam and say uh, Masters show next year. Shane needs to wear a replica of the the outfit. <laughs> I think. Please uh, don't. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to play. You got to play the Fred Fred Whitehouse fanboy this past year. That's just like the next step. <laughs> that was like my dream role. That was my absolute dream. I was born to play that part. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit about when you got older and all your uh, championships at UCWDC. Um, yeah, so I, I came back to line dancing when I was about fifteen, um, and I actually hadn't danced masters at all until that stage and um, all the way up until I, I quit when I was about 11 or 12 I, I just did the UCWDC and um, you had Danny on last night who spoke about when I think when when kind of the UC started to split and a lot of other organizations kind of came into the fray 
So when I was, yeah, 15, uh, Masters was the big thing in the UK and Ireland at that stage. Um, but I also wanted to do the UC because that's kind of where my roots came from. And ever since I grew up, all I wanted to do was be an all-star and win all-stars. Like that was a dream of mine since I was a kid. Um, so I wanted to try and do both. Uh, so I started doing that when I was 15. I think I entered in the intermediate section um, in masters because I'd never done it before, but I had to, I did advanced in the UC section because when I stopped, I was in advanced U, advanced youth or advanced team when I finished, and I couldn't progress any further because the UC never had um, a rising star category. No, back then they didn't. Now they only had a superstar category, so I had to wait until I was eighteen, and I was I was eleven, um, to progress into the next stage. And um, so then I started doing uh, World Dance Masters. Did that for a few years and kept progressing. Eventually became an all star. And um, when I was about eighteen or nineteen, however, with the UCWDC, the year I turned eighteen. Uh, they actually changed the rule to 20. Yep. You had to, you had to be 20 to enter the superstar category. Um, so I was in Rising Star then for a few years before I got into superstars. Um, uh, yeah, I then won All-Stars for three years. And at that stage, um, I got a phone call from Nicola Lafferty one Wednesday evening Actually, Wednesday morning, I was in college, my dance college, uh, and she said, we were actually preparing for our summer show, our project that we've been working on, and um, she rang me and she said, Shane, can you get to South Africa tomorrow? <laughs> can, you, can you get to South I'm, Africa tomorrow? <laughs> what? Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, so that's literally how I became, like, how, that's how I got into the judging scene, really. Um, oh. Though it's, uh, someone else was meant to go to South Africa and they couldn't make it. Um, something to do with their flight at that stage. So she, she rang me and said, can you get to South Africa tomorrow? We will organize the flight. Um, just get there. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I'm dropping everything. This is all I wanted to do. Right. So dropped everything, left on the... Thursday morning to go to South Africa, got there, and she ran me through um, a judging test, tried to do it as much as I could, um, and I passed, and I was a judge, that was my first judging event, that was in like 2015, no, 14, 2014 or 15, yeah, um, and then I, I became a superstar just the year before that. Uh, and I just wanted to win Superstars. That was the, the only thing I, I needed to do since I was a kid. So um, I managed to do that. Uh, and, and then I stopped competing and moved into the, the judging thing with World Dance Masters. Crazy. Do you miss competing? Do I miss competing? Sometimes I actually think I do miss competing. <laughs> and then um, I, look at, I look at the competitors today and how much work they put in. And I just think... I wish I worked as much as that. <laughs> um, I think the, the scene is so different now as well. Like 
competitors just get better and better every year. Um, and the things they can do just get crazier and crazier. Um, you've been the World Dance Master. Yeah, I've seen it. It's scary. Scary. Yeah, I remember uh, the first year I came over, um, 2017, me and Kelly came, and uh, we were watching you judge uh, the dance, uh, the the one that Trevor wrote that was a competition dance that year. Coconut water. Uh, yes, coconut water. the one to coconut water. And I sent him a video, and he sent it back. He goes, what did you just send me? I go, that's your dance. He goes, that's not my dance. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sitting there locking. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Fred does so say sorry. he does miss seeing you compete. Oh, really? That's a nice <laughs> comment, Fred. Fred, maybe that's a little sign that maybe both of y'all should come back next year and compete. <laughs> we can watch both oh. of you. <laughs> <laughs> And um, we, we, we have enough to do with the with the whole country vibe stuff, so that, that takes up all of our time. <laughs> well that and pretty much your your day on Saturday or uh your your pro am day. It's pretty much the, the Shane McGeever and Fred Whitehouse show. Y'all like dance like yep. nonstop for like three hundred straight heats. Worlds just become a massive blur. Honestly, <laughs> it it's just it is the toughest but most rewarding weekend of weekend or it's nearly a week now. Um, by like it's, it's, but it's definitely the best events of the year. Um, for me, cause it brings together the two things that I live for and that I'm, uh, is my job, you know, but actually I love doing, which is competition and social. So for me, it is so hard, <laughs> but I love it cause I keep going back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so what's it like being home now? Uh, a little bit more than normal. Cause normally you're, excuse me, you're on the road nonstop and now you get a little bit of time home. To, to be honest, actually parts of it are absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> obviously this situation we are in is not amazing. It's, it's terrible. But, um, for me to actually be home and spend time with my seven month old baby is, yeah. is a blessing in disguise, kind of. Um, and also with um, my fiance, Elaine, Ali. Because, um, yes, with, with the job that we do, um, even even during the week when I'm at home, I'm teaching most of the night, most nights, and uh, we don't get to see each other as much as we'd like to. Um, and I don't get to spend as much time with Holly as I'd like to. Uh, so this has actually been so nice to be home for for five weeks on the trot and <laughs> spend every single day with them. And I'm still alive. So <laughs> she hasn't <laughs> killed you yet. That's good. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, it, it's, it's going to start getting tough very soon because I rely so much on the right. dance world with, with that's my, that's my job. I have no other job. That's right. my income 100%. So and um, we're, we're doing okay at the minute. We've had a lot of help from our digital dance weekend that we've done with Rachel. Um, the LDF have been amazing as well. Uh, so we're just hoping that this doesn't go on for too much longer. I'm sure a lot of the choreographers um, right. are struggling right now. Um, I did get asked, did you purposely spell your daughter's name the way you did? That way you wouldn't have to ever buy her souvenirs when on vacation for all the, the, all the stuff you always see with all the names. And you spelt it away where it has yeah. it's not the normal spelling yeah. for Holly. <laughs> yeah. No, that is not. Funny. You probably can figure out who that came from. That was from Big Jim. Big Jim. 
Always has some good funny questions. Definitely a big question, yeah. No, we actually, and funny, funny you say that because um, Ali, which is her nickname actually, because her name is Elaine, which is spelled A L A Y N E. She can never get anything with Elaine on it, so you think she'd know how that feels, but um, (laughs) right, yeah. Uh, We actually see the name Riley um, in in a baby name app. That we downloaded uh, and it was r-y-l-e-e and we just really liked that spelling of okay. riley mm. but ali loved the name holly so we just kind of combined the two and came up with holly yeah speaking of uh your lovely other half ali just commented it is lovely having him home but i am so looking forward to his first weekend away <laughs> 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 so uh we, we know that. how ali feels <laughs> I do all the cooking, by the way, so when I leave, she's starved. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Georgina wanted me to ask, uh, and this is funny because some are commenting on it, what is uh, what Shane's favorite dance ever is? Um, what's your favorite dance? And uh, Jenny Stevenson, shout out to Miss Stevenson out there, says she he will tell you that it's East Coast Swing Pro-Am with her. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Funny story about that, actually. <laughs> I, I so, figured that that was the case, considering. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I might have been 10, 9 or 10, 9 or 10. No, I probably was about 10 because I was dancing advanced pro-am with Jenny um, at that stage. Yeah, 10 or 11, maybe a little bit older. Um, and because we didn't really get to see each other that much, we we tried our best to do pro-am as much as possible. Um, don't get me wrong, I learned a lot from her, but some, some sometimes we would get on the floor and she'd be like, okay, just just follow me and let me pull you around the floor. Um, so it was the East Coast Swing, she'd actually just said, okay, newcomer East Coast Swing, but we were dancing advanced. Um, so she was like, just follow me. So that's the story behind that. Just follow um, her and, and you're the leader. And I'm supposed to be the leader. <laughs> and she always jokes about how she had to like basically shuffle on her knees to get under my arm. <laughs> I would so pay for videos for that. <laughs> so pay to see videos of that. Oh, oh. they're locked away. Locked away. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of people are commenting because uh, Kelly's watching downstairs for me. And uh, she said, we're all looking forward to the uh, boys being back on the road. And Chris John's like, uh, yes, amen. Get John out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite dance, actually. Slow burn. Oh, shout out to Mr. Robinson watching out there. Slow burn is Shane's favorite dance. Yeah, uh, he knows that. I to him all the time. Slow burn. <laughs> Just, it's the song. The song is so sexy. It I just is, love it. It is a good song. Love it. Uh, so, I had a question come in, actually, from Trevor. Um, is there anything uh, done at... No, I'm, taking, I'm not taking questions from Trevor. <laughs> this is actually actually not a bad one. Um, okay. Is there anything done at events over the UK or, or, or Europe that you would uh, like to see done here in the States or vice versa? Stuff that we do here in the States that you would like to see done over there? Ooh, wow, that's a good question. 
Um, one thing I do really like about European events, um, but then, you know, it's kind of done as well in America with the experience is the one ballroom, the one ballroom thing, you know, where, where you only have one ballroom at a time. So everybody is, is in that one ballroom. Obviously, with the size of American events, that's really, really difficult to do. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. But, um, I, you know, with the hotels and stuff, you need the numbers, and then it's hard to have one ballroom with all those people at the same time. Uh, that That's one thing I really enjoy about European events. Um, American events is actually the size of the events is what I really love, and the amount of people there. But when, when you see that amount of people, doing your dance in a workshop you just can't skip like you just you can't describe that feeling it's, it's just amazing um, and and that's maybe one thing you don't get so much in in smaller european events where maybe you're the only choreographer there um so it it i love both aspects of it and i would never give one up for the other um but they that's just two little things that i think um i like about each one uh, Tim Johnson says he would like the food from American events, but I don't oh. know about that. I like coming over and having fish and chips. I get fish and chips all week. It's great. <laughs> no, 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 no. The American food. I'm totally behind that. Like dill pickles. We don't get that. Yes. There are some things that we do have a luxury and the big thing, like their candy tastes different. Cause I know I'm, yeah. I'm always bringing like Fred's big into peanut and M and M's and Jolly Ranchers for uh, for Georgina and the Skittles, and uh, the 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 candy just tastes different. The chocolate, completely, yeah, completely different. Super fair. Which chocolate do you prefer, ours or yours? <laughs> there are some of the candies I had over there that I actually prefer your guys's. It's not as sweet. I'm not a big like I like uh, I, I like the savory stuff, but I, so I'm not a big. There's some sweets I like, but uh, for the chocolate, I'm not a big like. I'm a dark chocolate fan, so your chocolate's okay. not as sweet, so I kind of like that. Yeah, I think I prefer our chocolate too. Sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> so Kelly, Kelly would disagree with me. She loves the milk chocolate. She loves she, she loves she's not a big uh, dark chocolate dark. fan. So yeah, and Jim Jim just corrected me. Fred likes peanut butter M and M's, not the peanut M and M's. So um, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get M and M for peanut butter in them. Yeah, we have there like M and M has gone so crazy over here. You can get it with almonds. Uh, I think Nutella now, peanut butter, the classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll remember. Uh, I'll take an order before I come over. I'll make sure to pack my uh, carry on with candy. <laughs> you better. <laughs> <laughs> better. Um. What is the one dance that you've written that uh, that you're the proudest of that that you you like hold dearest the most? Wow. Uh, um. Okay. The one that's a really hard one to say. The one there's a lot of dances that um I love for different reasons and they stand out um okay. different for different reasons. Um, I taught pulled me closer um this week on the retro language. Um, and that one for me um, is is my favorite that I choreographed by myself because um, it was a it was an achievement for me because when I sent it at that stage and still actually to this day I still send Rachel videos to say is this okay what do you think of this dance 
because <laughs> um, I just take whatever she says as gospel. <laughs> and uh, so I sent her that video of Pull Me Closer and she taught it as much as she could. And she said it was like her favorite dance at that time um, because of the musicality behind it. And it was just one that I was really proud of, but just for her saying that as well, because whenever would you get Rachel McEnany to, you know, <laughs> say that about your dance, so that just made a big difference for me for that dance. Um, Come Alive is huge for me because it got a Crystal Boot Award. I which remember is when you were finishing that at the experience, you're <laughs> the day before getting messages back and forth with Rachel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, and that's always the way it is. Like, literally, most of my dances are probably finished maybe a half an hour before I go on or an hour, or I get yeah. changed before I go on. Um, but I think I work best off the cuff and I work best when the pressure's on. So I think that's kind of evident by that dance as well. Um, so that dance is, is special for me for, for that reason. Um, and then Whip It was maybe one of my, the first dance that was introduced me to the social thing um, and got my name out there and, and gave me the opportunity to do what I do today. So that one is, a, is obviously very special for me also. Nice. I definitely agree with the pressure because I remember at Worlds this year, Rachel was about to go on and teach a little swing and uh, she turns to Dave and goes, Dave, play one more song. And Dave's like, why? She goes, I haven't finished writing the tag yet. <laughs> As she's going on to teach it. <laughs> um Wow. Georgina asked a question, and I actually had a question similar, so I'm going to combine them. She goes, if you could choreograph with anyone, who would it be? And um, I had a question sent to me that was very similar, like, who would you have the chance to collaborate with that you haven't yet? If you could okay. uh, pick one. So it's very similar. It's, yeah. Um, so someone that I haven't collabed with before, because... I think I've done, I've done I've done a lot with 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 a lot of people. Um, so I, I've actually I was actually just so weird. I was thinking about this today. I was listening to a song, and I thought to myself, I've never done a dance with Maddie. I would absolutely love to do a dance with Maddie. That's funny because Madison just logged on and said, "Good morning, everyone." She uh, just woke <laughs> up over in Australia. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Well, Madison, welcome to the show, and uh, look at that. You get to start off by hearing that. that. I'm a dance, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so Madison would be the one um, that I haven't yet uh, collabed with that I would love to do a dance with. Um, she says you know, she's, she's in, by the way. <laughs> yo, boom. There we go. Um, but the person that I love... Oh, I gotta be careful here. Um, the two people. <laughs> um, well, the, the person that I I love um, doing dances with the most, and it's probably obvious because we we've, we've done a lot together, um, is myself and Mr. Frederico Whitehouse. <laughs> Even though he he gets on my nerves, but um, he would say the same about me. Uh, well, I think we work so well together. We spend so much time together, um, and we haven't killed each other yet so i i really enjoy you know working with him as well 
Yeah, I actually, uh, the um, in honor of you coming on today, I've been doing a throwback at noons every day, or most of the days. And uh, today's throwback was from uh, your, and Shane, your and Fred's performance from the very first Hotlanta back in 2017, um, when y'all did a little duo together. And one of my favorite photos, actually, and it's on the cover of the photo book Kelly did, was uh, you and Shane dressed up as the Tweedles. I mean, you and Fred Me dressed and up Fred. as the Tweedles. <laughs> Sorry, you and Fred dressed up as the Tweedles at a marathon. Oh, yes. That, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. that was priceless with y'all with the matching hats and the spinner and everything like that. And yeah, that, yeah, was, that, was, that, was, that was Scott's, Scott's <laughs> idea, obviously, to put us together as Tweedledum and Tweedledee, but it just worked so well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, we had um, those, Julie made those costumes, Julie Dixon. Oh, wow. She does, yeah. uh, she does come up with some creative stuff that I've seen her dress in too, so that, that doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, so she was she was on it. She's always on it with the costumes, so that was absolutely it was just on point. So, um, so I know you uh, you teach out of uh, Jessica Devlin Studio, correct? Yes, I do. So uh, why haven't you got a little bit more involved in all her challenge videos? Come on, I want to see you do the handstand push up, taking the shirt off, man. Put the shirt on. I actually was. If you watch the first couple, I was involved <laughs> in the challenges. All right. Um, I'm going to use Holly as an excuse. <laughs> I'm going to use Holly <laughs> as an excuse. So I was involved, and then, you know, with Holly, and I have to take care of the baby, and, you know, it's just so hard to do these challenges, but I was never going to try that handstand t shirt one because I probably would have broken my nose. Um, <laughs> I know myself uh, would like to see this, and I'm sure a lot of people at home is we would like uh, you and Fred to recreate some of Paul and Stacy's uh, shenanigans videos that they're doing on TikTok oh. in their costumes. And I'm pretty sure, and I know they got Hannah Day involved today, I'm pretty sure yeah. we would all love to see you guys uh, dress up and try to do uh, remakes of some of those. That would, be, uh, sure. that would definitely get some uh, views over uh, social media. We'd kill to see some of those uh, costumes broken out. Give you a chance to wear the flaming suit again. There you go. Oh, yeah. Fred says, nope, I'm out. I don't think I would quite fit into that suit anymore. It might fit my right ankle. Um, Holly but... has a costume. There you go. Has a costume. Yeah, there, there you go. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's actually amazing how many costumes those, like, how many costumes those guys have. Like, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm starting to worry. Like, every day that you see them pop out new videos and um, their, uh, their wardrobe's pretty spot on. I'm like, do y'all just have a closet full of these? It doesn't... And trust me, like, there's there's no costume shops are open. Right. So they can't even go and buy any. <laughs> yeah, like, shockingly enough, I'm more shocked that Stacy owns all of these. It doesn't shock me that Paul has this. It really doesn't. <laughs> I'm more shocked that Stacy owns uh, this many uh, this many costumes. Not so much that Paul does. <laughs> every day, like in every day, it's a new costume. It is. Um, someone, um, Chris Lovelock, wants to know uh, what was the first dance you actually ever choreographed. Wow, um, I, I started choreographing line dances and um, for competition first of all. Uh, so the first line dance, I think, like for competition I ever choreographed was a dance called Let's Go. Um, and it was it was to Neo. Okay. 
and I can't even remember. There was a DJ on the song too. I can't. It's either Calvin Harris or David Guetta. I'm not sure. Um, but it's called Let's Go. Um, and that was first used for a competition dance. Um, and that was my first ever dance that I'd choreographed. Um, Rachel actually contacted me about it originally that first time I, I'd choreographed a dance. Um, and she was like, love your dance, but um, too many jumps in it for the social thing. So <laughs> um, I, I quickly learned little things here and there. Um, but then we started putting all these jumps in. When I when I eventually got into the social scene, so <laughs> it's all good. Nice, um, St- <laughs> Stacy. I know you just turned in. What you missed was I was saying that uh, Fred and Shane to start recreating some of your and Paul shenanigan videos. Um, that way we can see uh, who did it better and who wore it better. Fred and Shane, or you and we Paul. You also said it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is true. Um, sure is that. <laughs> so. Fred just sent in a question, and he's and he's preferencing it with no sarcasm. Um, if you wow. could leave a lasting impact on the dance world, what would it be? And he said, and wow. no sarcasm. I know. He just went deep. Fred, <laughs> like, Fred. Deep. If I could leave a lasting impact on the dance scene, um, I would really uh, just want my 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 sort of legacy if you want to be um someone that people someone that people enjoyed having around um someone that they thought was you know good fun at events um yes i I do want people to remember my dances but i don't think that is the be all the be all and end all of the social scene i think people just appreciate a good character and 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 just you know they're there to have fun. So if if you're giving them that aspect of it, then I think you're doing your job right. So uh, I just want people to remember me being crazy and fun. Nice, as as Jim says, that was a Trevor Deep question. Yeah, Fred said you're getting off too easy. Um, Paul <laughs> James has joined us. What's going on, Mister uh, Mister Paul? He says to ask you to sing something for you us that you have the most beautiful voice. He is just so. <laughs> but apparently, I'm, I am now Paul James. People are confusing me, Paul James, with the beard and the head. I don't know why. Tre- Trevor did say he was going to send some o- some o- some of his shirts over to you, and uh, have you promote him to see if it helped with sales. <laughs> um, Michelle Reasley said you're already leaving an impact. Which yes, I agree with you, Michelle. Um, Tim Thank Johnson, um, what's the most frightening, exhilarating teach you've ever done? Maybe frightening. like, what's the most, like, I'm going to say, I guess probably most exciting, like, or nervous you've been like big crowds. Wow. Um, I do know like some of the people tough. in Vegas get a little nervous cause the crowds in Vegas can get pretty big. Yeah. You, like, I think it's so it's so different different experiences that that are popping into my head. And um, like the first time you come to an American event, you can't actually prepare for it because you have you've never experienced anything like that before. That many people behind you. My first time was in Boston, and um, shout out to Jane who got me over. And um, yes, and she 
yeah, given me the opportunity to teach um, my first social event in America. Yes. Uh, and I think I, I'm pretty sure I had a 9 a.m. class. <laughs> with the That's the rule, apparently, the newbies get the 9 a.m. class. I'm, and I'm pretty sure it was a packed class, though, too, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. if I remember yeah. correctly, because I was there. It was a packed class at 9 a.m. Yeah. I was luckily, uh, luckily enough, um, and and I think Rachel was forcing people to get up. So I'm sure she was knocking everybody's doors, get up, get up. Um, but yeah, that was that was an amazing experience for me. Very frightening at the time because it was my first time actually teaching that many people. I have I had four, but I had taught maybe twenty kids in a hip hop class, and. Um, which is totally different experience, which is sometimes harder because they don't listen. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, but that was crazy. I remember my first time um, teaching in Chicago because um, that's probably, you know, one of the biggest um, yes. events in America. So the amount of people behind you there, um, I taught Lay It Back, I think, was my first one um, in Chicago. Um yeah. And we had a we, we had a lot of people there for that workshop too, which was which was fun. Um, and then, weirdly enough, this whole experience with teaching live, um, and just your phone in front of you, I've never been so nervous before a workshop for that. I was like shaking. I was like pacing up and down the the corridor before I went in to do the workshop because I just could not settle. I was so nervous. Um, I think it was just because it's such a new experience and you're talking to a camera and you're waiting for an, a response you're never going to get. <laughs> it's, true. Just, it's, it's so weird, but uh, um, I hope that answers your question. It, it I like did. to answer questions with three answers rather than one. <laughs> uh, Fred <laughs> said I need to have you rap for everybody that you do a great rap. Um, <laughs> I hate all of these people. <laughs> um, the, the, the next one I have that actually came in good. Matty B um, asked, for those of us that compete in the UCWDC and plan to start competing in World Dance Masters, what advice would you give? Um, okay. So for, for one thing I've noticed, especially from coming from UC to, um, to Masters or maybe even looking, looking at people that I know in different countries and um, that I've traveled to, uh, for competitions compete in UC also um, is that we some parts of our technique maybe the things that, w that we are looking for are slightly different and um, so I would just make sure that you um, consult uh, either a WDM judge or Nicola um, and Sam have just released a new technical handbook as well that you can get your hands on and um, and just to reify um, what what the tech, the techniques that we are looking for, and that you're doing those as opposed to the techniques that maybe you, it's not not that they're different techniques, but they're slightly maybe the foot angle is different slightly, or you know we're just looking for slightly different things and different techniques techniques. Um, so I would just make sure you do that before you um come over to dance with masters. Crazy, crazy. I yeah, I remember. I don't know how y'all have to try to judge in uh, WDM. I remember watching, uh, I think it was the all-star, the, the young young female adults the, this past year. And I, I don't know how y'all were able to judge that one. It's just crazy. It's so, 
so difficult. Like it's so difficult. Um, especially those, you know, even from starter all the way up to all stars, it's so different. Oh, um, especially when we into the to the final stages because and um, by that stage, you know, they've gone through maybe two or three heats. Right. A lot of the divisions. Um, so you're getting the best seven people in that division. So for them to make the final, they all have to be doing the right techniques, dancing at the right time, all that kind of stuff. So it's literally the most minute details that, that you're looking for. Right. And at some divisions, I, I've like maybe two minutes, we, we play two and a half minutes of each song, so two minutes of the song is gone, and I have got zero written down. And I'm like, oh, my, what am I going to do here? Um, and you're almost you're almost praying for people to like, just maybe make a little mistake here or there, just so you can split the difference between right. first and second. It's, it's really, really difficult. Um, but again, I love doing it. And I love being able to stand there so close and watch those guys fight it out on the floor. And, and it, it, it's an amazing experience, even though sometimes I really hate judging because it's so difficult. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing that World Dance Masters. Nice. Um, Antoinette says, ask you to say thank you in Africans. He said he, you're good at other language. So this is the funniest thing. In Afrikaans, which is what they speak in South Africa, um, a lot of people speak English, but uh, um, the Afrikaans-speaking people, when you say thank you, it's buy a donkey. And that's how I remember it, to buy a donkey. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that's the, like... It's, if that's the actual like, pronunciation. <laughs> different, slight different pronunciation, but it's... It's basically buy a donkey. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so yeah. Stacy wants to know if you think that you can beat her at lose your breath. Oh no no no! Stacy shuts the floor down when she <laughs> does lose your breath. She she shuts it down. Honestly, have you ever seen Stacy do lose your breath? I have not. I don't think I might have to. Um, that is an experience. You really need that. It's it's amazing. Honestly, that's all I can say. Gotcha. Uh, another one from Mr. Uh, Fred Whitehouse. Um, will you and Ali send Holly to dance? And if so, what style? Ooh. Um, <laughs> Fred's on a roll today. He is on a roll. He is, and he's very serious tonight. Yeah, Whoa. I know. Um, I think she will dance. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> if, she, if, if she shows an interest in dancing, I will 100% um, push her as much as I can because I do believe, uh, like my mom was was a very she's going to be watching right now, so I've got to be careful here. But um, my mom, I would say, was quite a pushy mom, um, but I actually thank her so much for that now. I, there was so many times where I would go, "Mom, no, I don't want to go to ballet. I don't want to go to ballet today," um, and she would. She would drive me there and make sure I got in there. And then once once I was in there, I actually enjoyed it. Um, but it was just the thought of it. And now, looking back, I, I, I think, thank you so much, Mom, for making me go um, to those classes because they are so, like, valuable. You just can't put a price on it. Um, so I, if she shows an interest in dance, I will definitely 
support her and push her 100%. Um, if she doesn't, not the end of the world. I, you know, I'm not going to be forcing her into dance if, if it's not something that she likes. You know, she might be a singer. She could be an actress, you know, but, you know, could be a doctor. Be great. Uh, I'm just going to wait to see what she likes. But she seems to like music at this stage. She's That's already good. kind of like bouncing away little bits here and there. So let's let's hope she likes to dance. <laughs> um, Jacqueline Rogers wants to know, what is your favorite country vibe performance? Oh, wow. Favorite country vibe performance. Um, we actually... Oh, that's really difficult. Um, again, different performances for different reasons. Um, you, you can't really, like, it's hard to compete with, with the fact that we we went on Britain's Got Talent. That was a, an amazing, an amazing thing for us. Like, we, we were so lucky to get to, to where we got to. Um, and, and not actually our audition performance, but our semi-final performance. Um, it just felt amazing, and it was just to be under those lights and that atmosphere was amazing. And watching the video back, we were actually so clean. Um, yeah. And Simon Powell said at that stage that we were a mess, but we had no idea if we were a mess or not because you know each dancer individually is concentrating on their own thing. We're not looking at the whole piece. And um, but watching the video back, we were like so clean and tight. But if, like. Our audition, we felt, wasn't very clean, but it, the energy was amazing. Um, so for uh, for me, that was an, an amazing experience, and that definitely stands out for me. Um, but I don't think that's probably the best routines that we've ever done, because every year we try to make them better and better and harder and harder. Um, and we finished the choreography for this year's Worlds, and um, fingers crossed that it's going to happen. Um, and I think this year's routines are definitely the hardest we've ever done. So it, oh. it hopefully not top at all. But up till now, um, last year's Rock of Ages show, I think, was was our our pinnacle of our dance ability, I think. And, and you know, last year's show was intense. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Nicola, who I know is on now, because she just said, "Ha ha, that still bugs you, doesn't it?" <laughs> About the... it, really, it really annoyed me because I wish I had said something back to him, but at that stage, I didn't know if it was a mess or not. So it, it always has bugged me. So. Um, Jody Harmon just uh, asked, "Can you explain what and who is Country Vibe?" For those who don't know, okay. So Country Vibe is a group of dancers um, that has been made up of the top divisions of the All-Stars um, in the All-Stars up until the young adult in World Dance Masters and also your World Dance Masters judge judges and maybe past judges that um, used to, you know, used to judge at World Dance Masters also. Um, and we kind of came together or Nicola put us together um, as I think we were requested actually by Britain's Got Talent to put a team together to try and do, you know, an audition for Britain's Got Talent. So it was the World 
Dance Masters Elite Show Team, um, first of all, that always did routines at the World Championships anyway. And so then I think more people just kind of were put into it for the for the audition for Britain's Got Talent, and we needed to come up with a name, um, and then that's where Country Vibe was born. Um, so, yeah, that's where we came from. So how did you get picked to be the one that walked out and did the talking? <laughs> um, I, I honestly, I, I honestly don't know. I, I, I feel very fortunate that it was me. Uh, I... I think possibly I was I was because I was dancing, um, I was dancing at an all star young adult okay. um, at the age, which is our highest division. Um, I was still uh, still an all star. That was, it was just before I came out to compete or come out of com- yeah competition, um, and and I think maybe I was the craziest, uh, maybe the most vocal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so maybe Nicola just thought it was a good idea to have me or else I was stupid enough to be the one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're getting near the end. I know I got one question I want to make sure I get in with you. A question I've asked every other instructor, choreographer, and you know it's coming. If you, had a, you prepped. I love it. You prepped. You had unlimited funds. Where is your ideal event place to host? And uh, who are the first five people you are asking to come on that ride with you? So, um, yeah, prep for this one a little bit. Just because I was like, okay, I need to know what I'm going to do. Uh, I would I would take the event to South Africa. Um, honestly, it is the most amazing place that I've ever been to. Um and from my experience, any place in South Africa, uh, Joburg, Cape Town, Durban, um, been to Limpopo. I haven't been to the Free State, but I'm sure it's beautiful as well. Um, honestly, anywhere in South Africa is is amazing, and it's an experience. Um, I would love to bring it there. And the first five, I would I would hold. Obviously, my heart is in half in social, half in competition. And right. um, but from like listening um, to Nicola and knowing how much work uh, Nicola and Sam do, um, I think I would like to put on a social event because I think it may be slightly easier. <laughs> um, and the the instructors that I would have is obviously, um, first two I would have would be Rachel and Fred. Um, Rachel is would just, she would just keep me right and, tell me what I'm doing wrong, what I'm doing right, and keep me on the right track. Fred also does the same, just a little bit of sarcasm in there also. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I would have the amazing um, Roy and Fiona. I'm counting them as one. So I'm <laughs> so far, everyone has counted them as one. <laughs> That's one. <laughs> uh, and then to finish off, I would have the current prince and princess of um, line dance, Gary and Maddie. Gary O and Maddie G. Um, I just think they're at the, the top of their game right now. And, uh, you know, if you're an event director, you, you want them on your event. So that would be my event. Nice. Uh, we call this Mac Dance Classic. <laughs> the Mac Dance Classic. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, Georgina said you should have picked Belfast, and I think that's because don't her and Fred have that one coming up next April in Belfast? <laughs> Isn't oh, that yeah, what it is? <laughs> so. Self-promotion. Shameless self-promotion. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm on that event, by the way. So I was about to say, fine. you're on that event. And hey, if you don't forget, if you want a cruise to go on, Will Craig's got one for you, too. Got to give a shout out to my boy. He's, uh, <laughs> he's got his cruise, which Roy and Fiona are on there, too. So shout out to, uh, to my boy, Will Craig, and his cruise coming up. Um, So I I had a guy on Monday, uh, Larry Carlisle, DJ Larry Swag, who uh, came up with a question for the week for me um, to ask everybody that came on. If you were a drink, like you're, you were a drink, uh, what drink would you be? Wow. If I was, a, if I was a drink. If it helps, Daniel Trapet said he'd be sex on the beach. Of course. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> um, I think I would be a mojito. A mojito. Nice. Because I am sweet, like the sugar in it. And (laughs) I am always minty fresh. (laughs) And and I love mojitos. That's why. Mojitos are very good. Mojitos (laughs) are very, very good. Uh, Georgina just corrected me. Their event is in, and I'm going to butcher this, Oma? O M A G H, Oma. Okay, good. <laughs> Darren, Bailey, Darren, Darren Bailey's making a pukey face, so I'm guessing he doesn't like your choice of drink. <laughs> so uh, my explanation behind it. <laughs> yes, Shane has judged the USLDCC, so he's judged a lot, Jim. You're right; you judge a lot of different stuff. So uh, hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, marathon will still happen. I'll get to have you as a judge for the finals and. Hopefully y'all will be over here. Fingers crossed. I don't. Yeah, that's going to be it. So we're just going to see what's going to happen there. Huh? Yeah. Um, we'll see. I'm not sure. I'm still not sure on that one. That one, that one's getting a little close with everything getting released. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the international opening up the international travel for y'all to come over here, um, is going to be the hardest part of when they're going to open the board. Yeah, that's, you know, we're just waiting on that. We're we're actually we're still completely in lockdown for the next two weeks oh, at least. Crazy. It's tomorrow, and um, so so we're just kind of waiting day by day. We're waiting until that moment to see what what the next step is, and we just don't know what what to do until then. We can plan nothing, and right. and we can't we can't really even cancel anything that we have either because right, we're you just don't know what's going to happen. No. So uh, Carrie Carrie Mouse is uh, on and said she's drinking a mojito mojito for you right now. Nice, nice one. Yeah, I've started making my own little um, cocktails at home here too. <laughs> well, it is Come almost on. it is getting close to eleven o'clock at your time out there, so of course it is. So, um, <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on and joining me. Um, it was a blast. Um, hope everyone out there enjoyed the end. Uh, hear from uh, Mr. McKeever and all of his knowledge. It was awesome. Thank you for having me, and thank you, everybody, for joining in. Absolutely. Uh, Fred, you're getting a phone call. I've had lots of people asking me uh, when I'm going to have you on for you can answer all of Shane's questions. So, uh, yes. <laughs> Shane, Shane's like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, tomorrow I have 
someone that's a little bit different, not an event person. Um, his name is Byron Robertson Jr., better known as Country Soul. Um, he is big in California. He's going to talk to us a little bit about the local scene out in Cali, Stagecoach. Um, they just had the event with him today and, you know, the edge. And um, I'm going to chat with him about local dancing out in California and what he's up to out there. So tune in tomorrow. Fred said he's already busy and I haven't even called him yet. <laughs> uh, tune in tomorrow for that for 5 o'clock. This will be up on Facebook and YouTube in case you missed anything. So until tomorrow, see you guys. Peace out.